Hi, this is Gary Francione. And Anna Charlton. And we're doing an abolitionist approach commentary. Uh, this is the first one that, uh, that we've done in a while. We're restarting our podcasts. And um, I'm hoping Anna's going to join me on, uh, on all or most of these. But let me tell you, first of all, that this may be the last abolitionist approach uh, commentary. Now you ask, wait a minute, you said you're restarting the podcasts. Yes, that is true. But we're probably not going to call them abolitionist approach commentaries anymore. And that is because uh, our friend Adam Kahanowitz, who had the URL Vegan FM, has given that to us, and we're going to relaunch our podcast series as Vegan FM. However, I'm not sure of exactly how to do that yet. Um, and so I'm going to need Adam's guidance because I'm not a very technically inclined person. Um, and, um, and so I'm going to need Adam's guidance. So this, this is a, an abolitionist approach commentary, but this is soon to become Vegan FM. Anyway, we thought we would talk today about uh, the idea of educating uh, others, you know, because we always talk about how you ought to go vegan and then educate others about veganism. And one of the questions that we get an awful lot is how, do, you know, people will say, how do I educate other people? Well, the first thing you have to do is educate yourself. You cannot educate other people unless you educate yourself and inform yourself about the issues and, and, um, and, and, and be able to discuss these things with people. This does not mean that you have to have an advanced degree in philosophy or anything like that. It does mean, however, that you have, we have the window open and there's a bird in the background, so there's nothing I can do about that. But just sort of consider it to be an animal-friendly podcast. Um, and um, and uh, you have to educate yourself. One of the things that we try to do with abolitionistapproach.com, which is the website that, uh, that, that was set up in, I guess, 2007 or so, is to provide a lot of materials. There's no donate button there. They're all free and lots of free materials, lots of essays, videos, uh, other text and audio sources. There's a pamphlet, an abolitionist approach pamphlet that you can print out for free in 22 different languages in both the, the size that is common in the United States, the paper size, and the size which is common in Europe, the A4 paper size. So we've tried to produce a lot of materials which are uh, 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 free and which will help you understand how to educate other people. We did a book called Eat Like You Care. The whole purpose of that book was to was was to educate you. It was to, to try to convince people who aren't vegans to go vegan. Uh, you know, those people who care about animals, uh, who love animals, but who, who still continue to eat animals, the the book is intended to, to, to address those people and say, look, if animals matter morally, veganism is the only rational response. But, uh, you know, but that book was also intended for vegans to try to help educate them, present an argument uh, to them as to, what, you know, as to how they can go out there and educate other people. And all of the responses, you know, all the sorts of, you know, but it's, isn't it natural to eat animals? Doesn't God want us to eat animals? Uh, you know, wasn't Hitler a vegetarian? What about plants? You know, all that sort of, all those sorts of things that you get when when you're a vegan and it was intended to address those things and and you know and I think that that um, you know you, you need to educate yourself and we're trying to make it easy for you and you know we're trying to make it uh, really easy for you but you need to educate yourself because it's this is not this is something that's not going to work 
um, if it's the responsibility of you know of somebody to educate everybody. No, we've all got to become educators. Because one, as we talk to people who are interested in this area and are trying to uh, live a vegan life and talk to their friends and family and colleagues about it, so many times people will say, "Oh." Someone asked me this question, and I just thought about the great response, you know, half, a, half an hour after I'd left the conversation, or I wish you were there, you could have done a much better job in the response. And once you've spent some time uh, working through the resources and getting yourself familiar with uh, the framework um, that uh, for, an, for analyzing these questions, you're going to feel confident and you're going to be effective in communicating the ideas to others. Because you can be the best advocate in your own surroundings um, when you talk to your friends, uh, family, and colleagues. Uh, because the lectures are fine, the podcasts are fine, the essays are fine. But what really has the most impact, if you're prepared, is your thinking. You're explaining uh, uh, how you approach it, and your uh, friends and associates see those ideas being reflected in your own life. You're the best model for them to see um, the, the thinking and the analysis and the practice of veganism. I mean, I think it's important when you're talking with people to always obviously remain calm. Recognize that for many people this is a, uh, a, 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 it's a troubling idea because they know there's something wrong with exploiting animals, but they're not exactly sure what it is. Uh, but it's also a strange idea for some people. So what you're trying to do is educate people. And as I say, you need to be educated. You need to educate yourself before you educate them. But once you are educated, uh, you know, then it's really important that you interact with them and that you explain to them. I mean, it, 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 I, I cannot emphasize the importance of what Anna is saying about the importance of educating your friends, about educating coming not from some external, you know, foreign source, but basically, you know, education coming from you within, you know, it, it, to, to, with members of your family, with member, you know, with friends of yours. You, you are, you're on the front line. You're the, you're the, you're the, you're the, the first responder, as it were, in terms of, of, of the crisis of animal exploitation. You can do it, and you can do it better than anyone else can. You've got to have confidence and 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 you can do it and it's i think your um interactions with people you know is also the best way to counter this idea that uh living a vegan life is some sort of strange extreme choice um, that you won't be the same functioning person that this is too odd and different and difficult if your family and your friends and your colleagues regard you as a person who takes ideas seriously, who has a considered and mature approach to ethics, then they're likely to see that your views on veganism also are serious and thoughtful and well considered. And they see that you can you can um, absorb the, the, the vegan ethic into a normal high functioning life. You don't change except for the better. You don't um, you're not impoverished by your choices. Um, you may even get uh, healthier and uh, have a broader perspective on a lot of things. So you are the best model to 
to be an example and to attract other thinking people to be receptive to your explanation now that you're educated on these ideas. And you know, one of, one of the reasons why we've got the disaster that we have now in terms of the happy exploitation movement is that for several decades now, animal advocates have given up on the idea of, grassroot, of a grassroots movement and have basically decided that you know the educators are the people in these large corporate charities and and the power the power of educating the public about the movement has been handed to people in these large organizations and look at the mess they've made of it because they've got incentives which are in conflict with uh, what we want to do in terms of getting people turned on to the idea of veganism. Uh, for lots of reasons, these organizations are, um, I, 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 I would say, hostile, <laughs> hostile to veganism. Uh, they're not promoting it. They're hostile to it. That's why we have the happy exploitation movement, because the people in these large organizations, they have perverse incentives. They're trying to keep their donor base as broad as possible. So they're basically not promoting veganism. They're promoting happy exploitation and anything anybody wants to do. Uh, as 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 a perfect solution uh, to the problem because they don't want to challenge anybody. I mean, there's a there's a, there's a rule basically: never never challenge anybody in any way um, that 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 you're you're wanting to get a donation from. Picking up on that uh, word challenging, Gary, how would you respond to the response that you sometimes get when you're talking to people and you hear it reported and you see it reported on the Facebook page? That people say, oh, you're attacking or you're f trying to force people to be vegan. How do you deal with a challenge not being characterized as an attack? I, I got that. I get that actually all the time, and I got it twice today actually um, from people who, who seem to be thinking or saying that um, the arguments that I'm making uh, represent an attempt to force people to do something. I find that really bizarre. Uh, I can't force anybody to do anything. Um, I don't have any employees. Um, I don't. I'm a. I'm a. Uh, you know. I'm a. I'm a college professor uh, who produces uh, ideas and writes things and and gives lectures and things like that. I can't force anybody to do anything. I am um, promoting certain ideas. I find it strange that um, at this point in our uh, civilization. Uh, folks are finding ideas to be threatening. Uh, that's scary, really. When people are no longer willing to engage ideas, they they actually find ideas uh, to be uh, you know to, to be threatening or to represent some sort of force. And the answer is, I'm making arguments. If you think they're invalid arguments, then tell me in what ways they're invalid. If you think they're valid arguments, then uh, you've got. If, if you care about animals, you've got to address them. But to say that, well, you're trying to force people to be vegans. I'm not trying to force anybody to do anything. I'm trying to persuade them to do things by presenting arguments that I think are uh, are, are are valid arguments and sound arguments. Um, you know, there's also Anna the the. The, we also hear in that context people say, "Well, um, uh, isn't isn't it a matter of choice? You know, what I eat isn't that isn't that a matter of choice?" I mean, we get that all the time too, don't we? Oh, indeed, we do. Um, well, I would counter um, on the choice issue that I think um, your personal choice comes in in areas when um, you're entitled just to make decisions based on your personal preference. Um, 
what you like for your amusement, what you like as music, what you like to wear, those sorts of things are personal choice. But when you're harming another being by your actions, then we're squarely in the territory of examining moral issues. We're not just talking about choice. We're not talking about um, uh, decisions that don't have import. They have tremendous import. They, ha they can have the potential to inflict grave and permanent suffering and death on animals. So this is not just um, do I like one sort of music or another, or it's not just a matter of um, my mother told me not to wear white after Labor Day. We're in a different area here. These are serious issues that require serious engagement, and people should not be allowed to just withdraw comfortably on a, it's my choice. They may end the conversation, but um, they haven't won by saying that it's just their choice. You know, um, I was having a discussion with some people from Animals Australia uh, last year sometime, and um, they they raised the issue. They said, well, you know, we can't tell people that it's wrong to eat animals. And my response is, why not? <laughs> this is a movement which is supposed to be promoting uh, the the animal rights. I mean, an animal rights movement is supposed to be promoting animal rights. And, and if animal rights means anything, it means that we cannot... Uh, eat or wear animals. Um, we've got no good reason to do that. And if animals matter morally, then you know, as as we've argued, uh, veganism is the only rational choice. But you know, to say that, well, you know, we can't tell people that it's wrong to eat animals. Well, you, of course you can. I mean, you know, we're not relativists. We're not subjectivists, and that you know, we're moral realists. We believe that there are certain things, there are certain uh, moral ideas that represent truth. One of them is that it's wrong to inflict suffering and death on a sentient being without a very good reason. And however else, whatever arguments we may have about what constitutes a good reason, uh, pleasure and amusement don't constitute good reasons. They can't constitute good reasons if that moral rule, which most of us accept, by the way, means anything. So I think it's, you know, it's not a question of choice. It's a question of fundamental morality. And I think you know I think the the this this idea that well we can't tell people it's wrong uh, is pervasive. I mean it's not just Animals Australia that that takes that position. That, that's the position of most of these large organizations. Well we don't want to tell people what to do. Well the answer is not telling them what to do, but you are telling them what the morally right thing to do is, and that is not to eat, wear, or otherwise use animals. So I really think it's important that we you know that we. Um, we get away from this idea that you know this is a matter of choice. Uh, no, it's not a matter of choice. It's a matter of fundamental morality. And asking people to think is not forcing them. All right. Well, anyway, I think we will end it there, and um, and we will be back. Uh, we hope very soon, either with another abolitionist approach uh, commentary or uh, with our new uh, our new uh, uh, label as Vegan FM. And uh, in the meantime, uh, go to the site uh, uh, www.abolitionistapproach.com and educate yourself. If you want to discuss things or learn uh, more about abolitionist theory, go to uh, Gary L. Francione, the Ab
Abolitionist Approach to Animal Rights page on Facebook. And, uh, and take a look at our book, Eat Like You Care, an examination of the morality of eating animals that you can read about uh, on, uh, at the website or on the Facebook page. And uh, if you're not vegan, go vegan. It's easy. Uh, it's it's uh, the right thing to do. Uh, it's better for your health. It's better for the environment. Uh, and uh, and it's, it's the morally, uh, morally correct thing to do. Take care. Be well. Go vegan. Stay vegan.